Welcome and welcome again to the F3 podcast where we discuss all things that are pertaining to faith, family, and finances. And remember, no subject is off limits. Okay. We are your host today. I'm Dr. Lionel M. Blair Sr. And I'm sitting next to the sainted mother herself, the glorious, the wonderful, <laughs> Saint Jasmine the First. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think that's that 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 is the ultimate name I've found for you now, <laughs> Saint Jasmine the First. Bless the Lord, Jesus Christ. Bless the Lord. We got a good one for you today, as always. Welcome everybody to the F Three Podcast. We're excited to have you with us. If this is your first time, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Hit the notification bell so you'll be notified every time we have a new episode. Be sure to check out the links in the show notes in the description to find out how you could become an avid supporter of the F3 podcast. And if you have a topic suggestion or a question, be sure to leave us a voicemail and let us know because your topic may very well be the topic of the next episode. So we definitely have a good one today. Holiness and personal liberties. You know, holiness is, is back, you know, in social media again. Oh, everybody's talking about what's holy and what's not, hey. what you should wear, what you shouldn't wear. Hey, bye, 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 bye. You know, so that we're we're having that debate again. What's okay? What's not okay? What's carnal? What's this? What's that? Everybody's you know hurling their opinions and hurling their thoughts, but nobody's really hurling scripture. That, yeah. that that's what I've noticed. So I'm like, okay, is anybody gonna put a book, chapter, or verse to any of this? I find a lot of what's being said is very subjective. Yeah. It's a lot of people's personal opinions. It was quote unquote what they were brought up on. And we are trying to make these things law. We're putting a yoke on God's people for something that's a personal preference for us. But I've also seen the opposite end mm -hmm. where you do have those that are more charismatic, a little more liberal with certain beliefs, but then they try to hurl that on everybody. And, you know, you are uh, basically a religious nutcase if you have an issue with this. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's not right either. So we're going to talk about this today and see if we can find a common ground on, on all of this. But first, I think it's necessary to talk about holiness. So I'm going to really kick this over to you to give us some kind of definition. Because before we get into holiness and personal delivery, personal liberties, we've got to understand what holiness is according to the Bible, not the movement. You know, first of all, and, and I'm actually writing a book on this uh so y'all get a little insight into the definition but that's all you gonna get for now but the bible says what be holy for i am holy mm -hmm. he didn't say be holy for do not sin mm -hmm. he says be holy for i am holy so first of all to understand holiness you got to understand what god references holiness to he says, be holy for I, I am holy, right? So God is the only reference for holiness. The only reference for holiness. I taught a whole series on this. God is, God is the only reference for holiness. And, 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 and to be mm -hmm. holy means to be sacred or set apart. It's about difference. Holiness is about distinguishment and difference. That's what holiness is. All right. 
and also holding this deals with the high quality of a thing. This is all in the Bible. But see, we don't we don't study to show ourselves approved. We just we mm -hmm. just we just read enough to try to prove a point. Okay. So so holiness, you can't even talk about sin when it comes to holiness. Mm -hmm. Because before there was sin, there was holiness. How are you going to bring something down to something that that it predates? It makes no sense. But see, as when we get into holiness, first thing we say is don't do this. Don't do the mainly don't fornicate. Mm -hmm. It's mainly sexual sins. You know, don't don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. But every other sin is okay, as long as you're not fornicating. Right. You know, as long as you're not fornicating or, or or you know, stealing, but you know, you can lie, you can gossip, you can stir up mischief, right? You can be full of pride, but as long as you're not fornicating, it's okay, right? And pride is the worst sin of all, according to the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay, pride is the worst sin. The Bible calls pride an abomination. Abominations are the worst things that are detestable to God. There's no negotiation on it whatsoever. Okay, when it comes to abominable things, okay, you gonna have to like disengage from that completely, mm -hmm. or else you're lost. You know, and of course, you know, we just talk about the homosexuality piece, but the Bible says lying lips is an abomination. Lying, just lying. And I've never met I never met so many church folks that lied in my life. Okay. Um, mm. um I, I've never met so many liars that claim to be Christians. We gotta do better, y'all, as a body. For we, real. We, we gotta do better. For real, because a lot of y'all are liars. Liars. Um uh and, and then pride is an abomination too. So so uh, I would encourage y'all to do a whole study on abominations because that's what you know you ain't supposed to be doing. Mm. Okay, because you definitely can't get into heaven with that. Period. There, there's no, there's no negotiation for that. All right. So, um, but, but holiness again, it's about difference and distinguishment. It's mm -hmm. about being sacred and set apart. That's that's what it means. So when the, see, he says, "Be holy, for I am holy." God is talking about study how study how my differences are highlighted. And then seek to become like that. Mm. But then in your study of that, you begin to discover that the church only harbors on one part of God's difference and not the others. Mm. So, so, so I go for all y'all holiness folk. Okay, all y'all holiness folk out there. Because y'all think holiness is long skirts. Y'all think holiness is covered up. You can wear, don't you know you can wear a bikini and still be holy? Oh, you just messed some folks up. Don't you know you can have a tattoo and still be holy? Okay. Well, no, nah, man of God. I, 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 as women of holiness, women of guard with certain things we should not be wearing. Because holiness don't got nothing to do with what you wear. Unless it's royal. Uh, see, I'm not not not, not gonna get into that either. Clearly, they're not wearing lingerie for their husband at, at all. Mm. Clearly, I guess not. Clearly, I guess not. Okay, but 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 <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that the, the, they sex like born as a married couple. Okay, <laughs> it's just born. It's probably one and done, and it's over. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> probably one and done, and That's it's over. It. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you have no excitement in your bedroom, and and uh, no wonder why you're probably stressed out. No, baby, it got to be holy. Okay, 
Okay. Read uh, Song of Solomon. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And 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 the Bible's called the Holy Bible, but it has Song of Solomon in there. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, think on these things. Mm -hmm. So so yeah, when we get get into holiness, you know, it, it, we make holiness about a bunch of lists of do's and don'ts instead of a state of being. He says, "Be ye holy." He didn't say, "Do ye holy." He says, "Be ye holy, for I am holy." So holiness is a status and a state of being. Exactly. And once you learn to become as he is, then certain things, certain things are beneath you to do anyway. See, we 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 chopping the we 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 swinging the axe at the branches, but we need to get to the root. That's our problem in the church. So now, mm -hmm. you had highlighted something. I want to read something. Sure, go ahead. Because uh, I was gonna read this last, but I think I need to read it first. Okay. Um, there was a whole debate. You, you first of all, we gotta realize that the the one of the apostles' major contentions was the law. That's it. Like literally, these people fought to hold on to a system they can barely keep. Mm. That's religious people for you. You 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 gotta hold this to rules you can barely keep. <laughs> You got a whole list of rules, and then you try to impose it on other people. If you read all throughout Acts, that's what it was. That that's that's a lot of what the debates was about. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, 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 because because Jewish Christians got saved first, but then the Gentiles started getting saved. So of course, you know, the system of the law has has been in place forever. Mm. That's all they know. So that even though God prophesied a new was coming, they still try to incorporate the old with the new. Mm -hmm. So then when the Gentiles get saved, they try to make the Gentiles keep the law. And then you got some people, Paul had to address certain people uh, in scripture because he was literally di disturbing the liberty, okay, of the, of the, of the, of the early churches. Because there was people that was rising up preaching that we must also keep Moses' law to be saved. And that was a lot of Paul's major contention, okay, when it came to the church. If mm. you read your Bible, it's right there. Okay, so, so if you read Romans 14, it says, verse 1, mm -hmm. it says, Him that is weak in the faith receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. So first of all, this is about people who's weak in the faith. Mm. Keep that in mind. It says what? For one believer that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, uh -oh. It says, let him not that eateth despise him that eateth not. And let not him that eateth not judge him that eateth, for God receiveth him. Okay. Who art thou to judge another man's servant to his own master? He standeth or falleth, yea, he mm -hmm. shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. One may worship on Sunday, one may worship every day. Oh. Okay. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. You know, some of the stuff that we do is in our own minds. Oh, come on. But 
but God will still honor it. But see, the problem is that, okay, okay, like I celebrate the feast of Israel. Everybody got to do it. No, we don't. You know, the, I, I literally know a man. He said, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't make this for everybody. He said, I, I do it for prophetic purposes, but I don't make this for everybody. Mm. Yeah. Because it, he, he is fully persuaded in his own mind. Mm -hmm. Right. It says he that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord. And mm -hmm. he that regardeth not the day to the Lord, he doth not regard it. He that eateth and eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not and giveth God thanks. So really, it don't matter. See, 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 because see, there was also debating about dietary laws. You understand? Uh, uh, and 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 all of that stuff. And and Paul was like, it don't matter whether right. you keep it or not. Okay, <laughs> it don't matter if you if if you want to partake of the cow or the pig. Mm. Okay, huh? It don't matter if you want a steak or some bacon. It really don't matter because Christ has come and he has fulfilled the righteousness of the law. All these things, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, if you read in the book of Barnabas, it was an extra biblical book. The only reason why he told you not to eat animal, certain animals because God was highlighting the characteristics of those animals that he did not want you partaking of. Mm. That's it. It was only... It was only a schoolmaster to, to 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 lead you to Christ. In other words, through the law, God was teaching you. Mm. Uh, huh? The law was a teacher, but now that 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 the completed lesson is here, look to Him. Come on. Huh? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, I remember when uh, Moses and Elijah was on the mountain with Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And here come Peter because see, Moses and Elijah represent the law and the prophets. So, so Peter was like, "Do we build a tabernacle for for Moses, Elijah, and Jesus?" Mm -hmm. And God had to speak to the cloud. He said, "This is my beloved son. Hear ye him." Ah, mm. uh, you understand? Because, see, that's all they knew was the law and the prophets. So he was like, oh, my God, this is like, P Peter was like, oh, my God, like the the the, the law of Moses and, the you, you, you know, and the prophets this is the, 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 the greatest representation of the law and the prophets are right here. Do, do, do we still build tabernacles and honor this, too? Come on. And he's like, no, God, God had to speak. No, hear ye, my son. Mm. You know, and that's what God, I, I believe what God has said to a lot of y'all today too. Y'all keep trying to fulfill the law and the prophets and all that other stuff, all this, all this extra Hebrew stuff. And God is just saying, hear ye Christ. Hear Jesus. But then it says what? Let's, let's go down to verse 13. It says, let us not therefore judge one another anymore. But judges rather that no man put a stumbling block on occasion to fall in his brother's way. Mm. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. Mm. Yeah. There's not a really a whole lot that's unclean uh -oh. out here. It's just the way we use it. That that messed somebody up right there. 
It's just the way we use stuff. Huh? Because the Bible says to the pure, all things are pure. Hmm. Mm. Huh? Oh, that messed somebody up. To the pure, all things are pure. In other words, I can see God in anything. Isn't it funny how we have so many scriptures that say all, and we try to deduce and deduct and determine what right. all means? Right. You know, it's like that other scripture that says, you know, the wife is submitted to the husband in all things. Right. And, and we try to deduce what that means with that. And you know, it's different when when you know she at church or she a pastor. No, it say all things. Right. So in this case, to the pure, all things are pure. All is all inclusive there's nothing added or nothing taken away all is in all and be all um because all includes everything but it's like um that other passage of scripture that says the law is for the lawless right so if you're pure and, and you're not lawless you you you're not under the law in that way it wasn't created for you because you're not running around trying to defy all of this stuff so if you're not lawless and you're pure, all things are pure. You don't have to run around worrying about whether or not you're going to get in trouble because your thought process is not to carry out anything on a path that's going to lead you to hell. To the pure, all things are pure. We cannot redefine. And I got to emphasize this because of where we're going. You cannot redefine what all means. Mm -mm. You can't say, well, I agree, but... I don't agree with this, or I don't like this. And you may not, that may not be for you, but if to the pure, all things are pure, you cannot take all, deduce it and divide it and determine what pure means for this person and what pure means for that person. Now, what you partake in as a pure person is different. All right. Because everybody's background is different. Everybody's process is different but you cannot say that something is impure for somebody else because it's not good for you this is where we get into this whole you know holding it what what is or what what is okay or what isn't okay we basing it on our own experiences mm -hmm. you know it's like i gave that example before um you know about you know, an individual who would say, you know, well, they don't really wear makeup or, you know, they don't wear wigs and weaves. And they went into a little bit of their personal testimony. And that was, to make a long story short, something that God had to bring them out of. So it would make sense why God would say that. But God is not going to say that to somebody who don't even know how to, where to go buy a wig. You see what I'm saying? Right. He's not going to say that to somebody who never sees themselves a valuable. They've never put on, never bought a piece of makeup in their life. So we cannot make what God tells us or what our own, even during our process, our consecration, even what God takes away from you during that time, that doesn't make it unholy or bad for everybody else. He told you not to stop eating meat. He told you to cut the TV off. He told you to stop watching Scandal, which most of y'all shouldn't be watching that crap anyway. How is it that you want relationship goals and you want God to send you a husband or send you a wife, but then you watching a, a show, you're just thrilled by a show about somebody cheating. That doesn't make any kind of sense to me. But anyway, he told you to cut the game off and stop playing Xbox. Certain stuff he told you, he didn't tell everybody. And it becomes legalism when we take what God told us and try to expand it and make it applicable to the whole body of Christ. Right. Yeah, because what God tell you personally mm -hmm. or your personal convictions should not be spewed on everyone else. All right. So, so it says nothing is unclean of itself. Think nothing. about that. Think about that. Nothing. Nothing. 
All right. And then it says, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. So what could be wrong for you could be right for me. Oh. Mm. Are, we, are we in the same Ooh, book? That just messed some folks are up. Are we in the same book? What could be wrong for you could be right for me. And what could be uh, a right for me could be wrong for you. Mm -hmm. You understand? It says, but if thy brother be grieved with thy meat. Now you're talking about, you're talking about food and food and drink and stuff here, okay? Mm -hmm. But but this is applicable to 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 to, to all areas because to the pure all things are pure right. So and no, we're not talking about the works of the flesh. Okay, that 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 should be a given. But 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 outside of the works of the flesh, okay, all all things are pure. That's it. It just it becomes defiled by how you use it. That part. Yeah, it says, but if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walketh not, and, the, and, and now walketh thou not charitably, uh, destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. So just because you can good, just just because you can do it, mm -hmm. don't mean that you should flaunt it in front of someone that's offended by it. That. It says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So long as you got righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost, you good. Right? Mm. Uh, let's, uh, you know, I'll keep reading. Mm -hmm. It says, for he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which uh, make for peace in things wherewith one may edify another. For meat destroy not the work of God. Oh. Huh? All things indeed are pure. You see, you see that again. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. So what could be pure? What is pure can be an offense to someone who thinks that what you that, that that thinks ill of your personal liberty. That's it. Huh? It says it is good neither to eat flesh nor drink wine nor anything whereby thy brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. And remember, made weak of the, the, this is specifically saying that people who who are offended at the liberties of others. Have weak faith. Woo! Weak! It has weak faith. But we still got to consider the brother whose faith is weak. Yeah. We but it don't change the fact that your faith is weak. That right. right. It'll be considerate of you being weak, but it doesn't eliminate the fact that you're weak. Yeah, just that when we have certain gatherings and God forbid we have champagne, you, do, we, you just won't be invited. Yeah. It says, uh, has thou faith? Uh, have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in the thing in which he alloweth. Mm. So, as long as I, as long as I'm okay with it, and I don't condemn myself for it, happy, happy am I. Right? It says, "He that doubteth is damned if he eat." Mm. So, if you have doubts, but then you partake anyway, wondering. Lord, am I am, am I doing this right? Am I supposed to be doing this? Bible says you're damned. Don't do it. 
Just don't do it. Baby, you still think that we're not going to be eating lobster and shrimp? Don't be trying to eat lobster and shrimp for me. Be persuaded of, be, be of your own persuasion. Okay, because because see, I'm free over here. Your faith is the one that's weak. Mm. It says, and he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not in faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Mm. It's only a sin if you doubt it and you don't believe it. Mm. So let's say if let's say let's say if I wanted a glass of wine, right? I'm just using an example, y'all. Okay, don't stone me. <laughs> but uh, let's say if I wanted a glass of wine, but I'm still doubting if I should drink one. I'm still wondering, oh, is this a sin? It's gonna take me to hell uh, and all the other stuff. If I drink it, it's a sin because I'm not drinking it in faith. Mm -hmm. Knowing that tear your own nerves up first of all, tear your own nerves up for something you ain't got to do. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, to, 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 if, if I'm still struggling with whether or not this is a sin, mm -hmm. and I partake of it anyway, to me it is a sin. But another person can do the same thing, and to them it not be a sin. That's it. See, your personal liberties is according to the faith you have. Mm. Now, notice I said personal liberties, not lawlessness, mm. not rebellion personal liberties okay i want to read something else to y'all this is good stuff right now check this out check this out right here mm -hmm. galatians 5 check this out see i i, I we got to give y'all scripture for this because because see a lot of y'all struggling mm -hmm. it says stand therefore Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Mm. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. What was the yoke of bondage? Mm. To be not entangled again. Again. That means you was once entangled before. <laughs> yeah. But see, the yoke of bondage was the law. Mm. That's the main thing the apostles wrestled with. The law. Come on. Outside of the, the the false gods of the nations and stuff like that, they, they wrestle with the law because people kept idolizing the old order, the law. It says, uh, "Behold, I Paul say unto you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing." Because you know the, the the law people they had to be circumcised. You know, and, and and he wasn't condemning circumcision. Circumcision was a commandment practice of the law. You had to be circumcised on the eighth day, mm -hmm. or else you suffer the wrath of God. Okay, so, but 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 of course he was talking about the circumcision back then to foreshadow and highlight how God really wanted to circumcise the heart. Right. That's why in the New Testament Paul started talking about the circumcision of the heart. Okay. Remember Barnabas chapter 10, read it. Okay, it's an extra biblical book that they took out. All right. <laughs> but he said that 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 God gave the characteristics of the matter of fact, it's right here. It's just right here. It's just right here. Let, let me let me let, let, let me well, I'll open right up to it. Look at God. What book is that, Barnabas? Barnabas chapter 10. Okay. I got this book, The Apostolic Fathers, right? Barnabas chapter 10. It says, um, uh, verse one. Now, when Moses said, "You shall not eat a pig, or an eagle, or a hawk, or a crow, 
or any fish that has no scales. He received according to the correct understanding. Three precepts. Furthermore, he says to them in Deuteronomy, I will set forth as a covenant to this people my righteous requirements. Therefore, it is not God's commandments that they should not eat. Rather, Moses spoke spiritually. Verse 3. Accordingly, he mentioned the pig for this reason. You must not associate, he means, with such people who are like pigs. Mm. That is, when they are well off, they forget the Lord. But when they are in need, they acknowledge the Lord, just as the pig ignores its owner when it is feeding. But when it is hungry, it starts to squeal and fall silently after being fed again. Mm. Mm. Neither shall ye eat the eagle or the hawk or the kite or the crow. You must not, uh, uh, you must not, uh, uh, he, he means associate with or even resemble such people who do not know how to provide food for themselves by labor and sweat, but lawlessly plunder other people's property. Indeed, though they walk about with the appearance of innocence, they are carefully watching and looking around for someone to rob in their greed, mm. just as these birds alone do not provide food for themselves, but sit idle and look for ways to eat of the flesh of others. They are nothing more than pests in their wickedness. You shall not eat, he says, the sea eel or octopus or cuttlefish. Mm. Uh, you must not, he means, even resemble such people who are utterly wicked and who are already condemned to death, just as these fish alone who are um, who are utterly wicked and are already condemned to death, just as these fish who are alone are cursed and swim in the depths, mm. not swimming about like the rest, but living in the mud beneath the depths. Mm. You understand? And, 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 and this chapter has more. This chapter has more. You, you see what I'm saying? So, so the whole purpose of this not eating certain things was to get you not to take the characteristics God was teaching you. That's why the law is a schoolmaster. It was teaching you <laughs> what characteristics not to have because you wouldn't you wouldn't listen to them directly. So now it's like okay, maybe if I give you an, maybe I give you a physical example, maybe you learn something. But but then it says, I'm gonna go down to verse 13 because I'm not gonna read this whole chapter. Mm -hmm. It says, For brethren, uh, ye have been called unto liberty, only use not a liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by but by love serve one another. That's You've been good. called to liberty. So 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 we're not called to live by a, a whole long list of do's and don'ts, even though there are things that God don't want us doing. All right. But we're not to use our liberty as an occasion to the flesh. That's right. In other words, overindulgence, going past boundaries um, um, and, 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 and all this other stuff. It's just like wine is not a sin. Drunkenness is. That's it. So 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 if you're pissy drunk and barely stand. You know, you peeing on yourself all the time. Like, you're doing too much. You're you're doing too much. <laughs> you're doing too much. You know, because wine is meant to be something festive and celebratory. 
you know, matter of fact, I believe it was in Ecclesiastes says, drink your, be married, drink your wine for God approves of what you do. Jesus made wine at the wedding. Yeah. His mama went and got him because that was out of wine. That thing was an emergency. Yeah. Jesus, we need some more wine. <laughs> and that was his first miracle. So, 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 so when it comes to personal liberties and when it comes to holiness, it looks different for everybody. Now, if you was a wino in the world, if you was a drunk in the world, when you first come into the things of God, that might that be for you? Of course, God gonna tell you don't drink. Okay, that was that was the source of your bondage. You're not mature enough to have a drink. Right. You ain't mature enough. You know, uh, uh, for real. So, so you know, I, I remember um, there was this thing that went out on that 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 it went viral on Facebook. It was this it was this pastor, and he was inviting someone to a separate place outside of his church. He wasn't in his church. It was outside of his church. He invited some men to get together and have some cigars, you know, and uh, talk about, um, you know, talk about life, talk about Christ, talk about life, mm -hmm. you know. And I mean, a lot of people had a problem with it. I, I didn't see the problem with it. First. I think my only problem is he put pastor up there and he yep. put the church name on there. If you're going to do something like that on your own, don't associate the whole ministry with your personal liberty. I agree. That that was uh, the issue for myself and a lot of people. Because I'm just like, okay, why why do that? If you're gonna do that, do that, but don't put the church logo on on the flyer. That's yeah, that's, that's dumb. Yeah, that's a bit much. That's dumb. Yeah, that's a bit much. You know that that was, I think that was a that that, that was an honest mistake. But he should have did. It. He didn't talk to nobody before he made it flyer. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. But, you know, from my understanding, it was a success, you know, but some people say, oh, well, cigars is a sin and cigars is a sin. Uh, I don't know about that. That's 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 someone's personal liberty. OK, uh, now, if you want to compare cigars to cigarettes. OK, let's let's do a healthy comparison. And I ain't telling y'all to go smoke. I'm not telling y'all to go smoke. But I know one is more natural than the other. One got a bunch of chemicals and all that stuff. Well, I know that over 2 million people die globally every year from obesity. So if we want to talk about what's a sin, let's talk about people overeating and not taking care of themselves. Because there's a lot of that in the church. So please don't complain about somebody's glass of wine when you have high blood pressure and diabetes and you're not doing anything to get, you know, because they love to use that scripture. Well, the Bible says the body is the temple. Then why do you keep putting fried chicken in there? Why do you keep putting pork chops and hog mogs in there when you already are overweight with high blood pressure and diabetes? Well, why do you keep drinking globs and globs of sweet tea? If you're really taking care and of your self, please don't tell me that somebody's glass of wine or beer, whatever it is that they're choosing in a liberty is them not taking care of their temple when you also are not taking care of your See, not taking care of your temple looks differently. It doesn't just look like somebody indulging in an occasional liberty. So if we're going to really use the argument, well, these things are against the temple and the body is the temple of the Lord, then you really need to look at the types of food that you're putting. As I can tell you, all that butter and gravy and salt and sugar and white flour and white bread is not bringing your temple to any more holiness than a glass of wine. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Drop the mic. Boom. Yeah, for real. For real, though, you know. You know, we all put stuff in our bodies a lot of time that we shouldn't put in there. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, you know, uh, what what what's what's more toxic, a cigar or you eating bacon every day for breakfast? 
pork bacon at that. I would say turkey bacon, but uh, they say turkey bacon just bad. I don't mm-hmm. know. But anyway, you understand. So, 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 so don't talk about holiness. And I've heard people talk about holiness. They bigger than me. <laughs> How you talking about holiness? You bigger people than to me. People keep the dietary laws in Leviticus and they twice your size. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, we can't eat shrimp and lobster, man of God. Maybe you need to eat some shrimp or some lobster. But you're Maybe. bigger than me. Yeah, you bigger than me. Like, you know. So what are you, what type of vegetables, what kind of vegetables are you eating? What are you doing? Jesus Christ. And, and 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 I'm just like, you know, uh, I'm like, okay, well, do you wear blended fabric? Because <laughs> back on the old company, you couldn't, you, you couldn't do it. Nope. Man, man of God, you got, you got earrings in years. So what? What's the difference between a man and a woman with earrings? Okay. It's still a hole through the skin. Okay. All I know is if you're bigger than I am, and again, everybody goes through different things. Some people have metabolic issues. Some people go through stress, a bad phase in life. If you're bigger than I am, please don't come tell me that something that I'm eating is bad for me, or that that I shouldn't be doing it, and it's, it's not wise, and that your, your way can't be better if it's not showing the fruit of itself. Obviously, it's not working for you some, somewhere. So just, just, just have a certified seat, please. So again, when it comes to your personal liberties, just make just make sure you ain't hurting nobody and make sure you're not violating the very things that God say don't do. That's it. And 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 I remember the Lord gave me this insight too, um uh a a, a one time too. You want to know what's condemned under the new covenant? You want to know what's condemned under the covenant a new covenant? A lot of times, if it, if it's if it, if it's shunned or rebuked in the old covenant and under the new covenant, mm. see, there's some things that was condemned in the old covenant that ain't that ain't condemned in the new covenant. It's not even talked about or mentioned. Okay, huh? So a lot of stuff, y'all see. See, witchcraft is condemned in the old and the new. Okay, it's condemned in the old and the new. Fornication, sexual sins, and all that mm-hmm. is condemned in the old and the new. Right, you understand. Uh, uh, sexual sins of all kinds are condemned in the old and the new. Lying is condemned Lying. in the old and the new. Mm-hmm. Pride is condemned Pride. in the old and the new. Not tattoos. <laughs> And I'm not saying go overboard and go 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 get some. I'm not trying to put no idea in anybody's head. No. But I want to take the take away the condemnation because we argue about tattoos now. Yeah. But marking marking your body, whatever that 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 was condemned specifically for that time because people during that time was doing a uh, uh, specific rituals for the dead and in mm-hmm. in memory of the dead. That's why I said don't mark your body for the dead. R.I.P. Johnny may not be wise. No. That's all. But I don't see it condemned in the New Testament. I don't. So when, when you see something condemned in the old and the new, that's something you know you're not supposed to be doing. Period. Period. You understand? So. Well, I think this is a good place to stop this here. 
I, I think we've given you guys a lot that you want. Yeah. Tell us in the comments, you know, what you think. Uh, don't tell all your business, but tell us what you think and tell us a little bit about, you know, your experience of coming out of an unhealthy, ungodly, rigid form of holiness to a liberal form of holiness that brings you freedom. Because being miserable all the time and pointing at what everybody doing or not doing, that can't bring you any type of joy. It just doesn't. No, indeed. So listen, thank you for joining us on the F3 podcast. Be sure to check out the links in the description box and the show notes. And until next time on the F3 podcast, goodbye. Thank you.